Welcome to Fringe Element War Against the Spread Week 8 Edition. My name is Braden Gall, and you can follow me on Twitter at Braden Gall. And I'm Stephen Lassen. You can follow me on Twitter at Athlon Stephen. You can also check out my YouTube page at AllCFB365 and check out my work at uh, AthlonSports.com. There you go. Check out the YouTube page, of course, uh, 440 Sports. Turn on all the notifications. Please subscribe. You got the podcast. You got, uh, of course, the Twitter handles and the social media accounts. You got the YouTube pages for both Stephen and I. So make sure you check all that great stuff out. We really do appreciate it. Uh, Hey, and we made some people some money last week, okay? We got a little momentum behind us. A very short week this week. Only four games in action in the SEC. So we'll get to every single one of those. Be sort of an abbreviated show here. We'll move quickly. Last week, of course, you went four and two. I went four and two. We got every single game identical. So if we do that again, maybe we can keep making people money. That's two winning weeks in a row for both of us. Uh, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, we, we've rebounded from week six, I believe, which was not very good. You are now 30-27-1 and one on the season. Three games over 500. I am 29-28-1, and one, nipping at your heels one game over 500 but hey that's eight wins for you over the last two weeks that's eight wins for me over the last couple of weeks we got tennessee right we got arkansas georgia and kentucky last week we both missed on ole miss by half a point which is unlucky gambling and of course we missed on florida we were talking before the show i feel like we should have seen the florida one coming that i feel like that's a mistake on my part for you know they're just not there yet. The depth isn't there yet. LSU's a little bit more fully formed, more talent. I, I don't know. I feel I feel like we let the audience down, Stephen. I don't know if I would agree with you on that one because I felt like Florida at home, and especially with the way both teams have just been really inconsistent this year. So it was a hard game to get a read on. But Braden, most importantly, we had a winning record. We both have Everybody. winning records this season. We're trying to make people money. So let's keep it going this week, hopefully. And of course, all of our picks and predictions on this here podcast are brought to you by the wonderful and amazing folks at J.E. Dunn. J.E. Dunn.com is the website. Top 100 healthiest place to work in America. $5 billion in annual revenue. And they want good people to come work for them. So make sure you tell them we sent you at Fringe Element. Make sure you say, hey, Stephen Lassen told me to come check out J.E. Dunn. You know, make sure you say that to them, but go check them out. Because again, if you want to, you know, make a change in your career, you just, you, you're not inspired in the current role. You're quiet quitting. Perhaps uh, this is a place where when you go overachieve, you get rewarded for it. And it doesn't matter what your background is. It doesn't matter what, what, you know, what, what your career has been to date. If you want to work hard and be compensated and taken care of like a real fully formed human being, uh, and, and they're going to care about you deeply as much as you care about you. J.E. Dunn, J.E. Dunn.com, folks. Just, I'm just letting you know, Stephen. Just letting you know. I think Josh Heupel is going to be well compensated and cared for after last week's win over Alabama. But I do have a question for you. If J.E. Dunn was an SEC head coach, who would it be? Because, you know, you think about it. Which coach would it be? Like, do you great culture? Which one do you want to play for? Which one cares about you? I think there are some, you know, Sam Pittman maybe. I, I would Heifel? say I would say Heupel, Pittman, Stoops, those three. Now Saban is also the champion, um, so maybe it should just we should just say Nick Saban, just and just like <laughs> not argue about it and be like, no, no, Jay Dunn is Nick Saban. That's why you should go work there because they're Nick Saban. But also that sounds like a rough place to work, you know. But you might win championships. I I feel like Heupel, Pittman, and Stoops are the three that have built like the culture where I feel like the head coach wants to have an interpersonal relationship with me, the player. And cares about my personal success. And that is what J.E. Dunn does. They care about your personal success. 
yeah, I think fair to say that J.E. Dunn is like Alabama. It's one of the best places to work. Uh, but at, at Alabama this week, it is not going to be a very pleasant week of practice, Braden, as you know. Yeah. But that's what uh, you know. J.E. Dunn has the great culture, of course. So, uh, th- yes, great place to work. But the culture at Alabama not going to be very fun this week as they try to rebound after last week's loss. No two-a-days at J.E. Dunn. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Never been a two-a-day at J.E. Dunn. Just a regular work week at J.E. Dunn. And then tremendous compensation and treatment. Again, jedunn.com. Go check them out. Tell them. Tell them that we sent you only four games. So we'll start. I think the earliest game, I think, I don't think there's an 11 o'clock kickoff. Is there Steven? I don't, I, I haven't seen one. So unless I'm wrong about that and I missed one, o- Ole Miss plus two, oh, I take that back. Tennessee's playing UT Martin. Never mind. <laughs> that, that's not a game we're picking today because that's an FCS school. Ole Miss plus two on the road against LSU. I know we disagree on this one. I am taking the Rebels. I want to see how real this team is. They run the football very well. That's strength on strength for LSU. But I'm going to take the Rebs to go down there and get a W. Give me the two points. Maybe LSU wins by, you know, kicks a field goal to win the game. I I think you need to pick the team you think is going to win outright, and I'm going to go with Ole Miss. Show me you're for real, Ole Miss. Show me. Yeah, that strategy backfired for me last week at taking Florida, thinking that they were going to beat LSU in a in a toss up spread. But I think you're right, though. You know, point and a half, two, two and a half. I like LSU to win here at home. Five and one in the last six against Ole Miss. Uh, six of the last seven also decided by 14 or more points. So the winning team has won uh, pretty convincingly. 2008, the last time that Ole Miss won at LSU. So the series here tells us to take LSU. Also, I think LSU figured some things out maybe offensively last week. I like the way that Jaden Daniels played. Maybe that offense is ready to take a step forward as we get into the second half. And I think for Ole Miss, like you said, I want to know if you're know if you for real, go into Baton Rouge and win. I love the rushing attack with Evans and Judkins and D- Jackson Dart. I think the question will be, can Ole Miss slow them down or LSU, can they slow down the the Ole Miss rushing attack and force Dart to win through the air. So it may come down to whichever quarterback uh, can make enough plays through the air, but I'm going to take LSU at home to win. Yeah, I, I'm curious how they use Jackson Dart on the ground. They started using him a little bit more on the ground against Auburn. That's when it was working, when it was effective, and then they like went away from it. And then it's, I, I mean, Ole Miss is very schizophrenic, but so is LSU. The Magnolia Bowl is going to be a ton of fun. So we're on opposite sides already, buddy. Uh, right now, Steven has a, has a lead on me by a couple of games. So if you're a smart better, you're playing LSU here. Uh, Vanderbilt at Missouri, 14-point spread for Missouri, which doesn't feel like a thing that Missouri could ever do with anybody. Vanderbilt has sort of show, shown some signs of life the, 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 since the bye week. They've, they've played what seems like a slightly better football. I know we both had Georgia last week to cover a 38-point spread, and they won 55 to nothing. So, again, it's Georgia. But Vanderbilt, I think in year two, Clark Lee, they're showing sort of some of the progress that Vanderbilt fans want to see. This is an opportunity to show everybody that it's very real. I'm going to take Missouri and lay the points, but I don't I like I have no idea what to expect in this game because I Vanderbilt has also the last six quarters not been good. Second game of this week, second disagreement. Oh, no. Uh, I will tell you that I had a hard time sorting this game out because I think, you know, to your point, if you look at what Vanderbilt has done the last few weeks, I mean, they've played Ole Miss, they played Georgia, they played Alabama, they played a very brutal stretch. <laughs> and this is, you know, getting to it's Missouri. Only three, it's week. only three undefeated top eight teams in the country. Don't worry about it. <laughs> right. So how much do they have left in the tank 
going to play Missouri. But, you know, Missouri's played a lot of close games this year. I think Vanderbilt is better. Uh, last year's game was close. Uh, three of the last four between these two teams decided by nine points or less. So if it was at Vanderbilt, I would feel better. But I'm still going to take the Commodores. I keep, I keep taking Vanderbilt to cover uh, in an SEC game. I think this is the week they do. I'll take Vanderbilt to cover Missouri to win straight up. Now you've made me re- reconsider this. Um, you you did have Georgia last week, so you you definitely bet against Vandy last week and won. Oh, am I allowed to switch? What are the rules on this? Does J, J does J E Dunn allow us to make switches on on the like when I now you've talked to me like you basically talk? I want to switch both my picks. Is it my allowed? Brayden, to, <laughs> to J E Dunn, they have a great culture where you know it's encouraged <laughs> to make smart decisions yeah, of true. the week, and so our smart decision of the week could be if you just want to change a couple picks, perhaps. No, I'm, I'll stick with it. I'll stick with it. I don't feel good about it. Uh, I think we're going to agree on this one. Alabama minus 21 at home against Mississippi State coming off the loss, of course, which is a terrifying situation for the Bull Puppies to be in. Uh, I know you're about to rattle off a bunch of statistics about the history of this rivalry, so I'll let you do that. But I'll just tell you the mental uh, state of things in Tuscaloosa, as you've already pointed out, probably not all that fun. This week at practice, I imagine some catharsis will take place against Mississippi State on the over the weekend. I will take Alabama minus the twenty one. Is this our J.E. Dunn smart decision of the week? Does it need to be? Because I don't know what we're gonna. I don't know what we're gonna say about Texas A and M. <laughs> I I like Alabama as the J.E. Dunn smart decision of the week, Braden. I, I think I, like it's, it. I, I, like I know it's twenty one points, but just look at the history here. I mean, two thousand six was the last time that Mississippi State won in Tuscaloosa. Also. The last two meetings, and that's Mike Leach getting to Mississippi State. It's been an Alabama victory by a combined 81 points. Will Rogers has not thrown a touchdown against Alabama. Yes, the secondary is a bit of an issue right now for Alabama. A little different challenge. Uh, Jalen Hyatt and Hendon Hooker are not going to be showing up for Mississippi State this week. But I just don't see Mississippi State being able uh, to have that same type of success. So 21's a lot. Miserable week of practice. Alabama backs against the wall. I think they're very motivated, and I think they take out some frustration on the Bulldogs on Saturday. Yeah, I I agree. The offense, the air raid that Mike Leach runs and the Baylor offense that Tennessee runs, very different offenses. Tennessee wants to run the football or or will 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 absolutely run the football if you let them run the football. Uh, you know, they want to go down the field. They want to be vertical in the passing game. Mike Leach is sort of the opposite. He, he's refusing, although they've run the ball more this year, he's refused to run the ball lately against Kentucky last week. Uh, and they their air raid is not exactly designed to take a bunch of vertical shots. So I, I'm with you on Alabama here. Texas A&M, this is a very low total, I think 44 points, but A&M a three-point favorite on the road against South Carolina. I, I If there is no, like South Carolina has a chance to play with some house money here. If they win, they get to five wins which would be one win away from back-to-back bowls in Shane Beamer's first two seasons, which would be extraordinary. But A&M has to have some semblance of urgency here because like the entire season could go down the toilet if they lose on the road to South Carolina and get to four losses and a losing record before week nine. That, that would be unacceptable in Southeast Texas. So I will take the Aggies minus the three. They have dominated this series. I will take a get-right game here for Texas A&M, although they're not going to score more than 24 points, as you're about to tell us. Yeah, I was going to say get-right game is probably like a very low-scoring uh, victory here. A&M is 8-0 and 
against South Carolina since it came to the SEC. The last three matchups between these two decided by 24 or more points. So Texas A&M has totally dominated here. The last time that A&M scored more than 24 points against a Power 5 team, it was last season against South Carolina when they scored 44. Uh, I think you're right about South Carolina, though. If you look at what's coming up with Vanderbilt and Missouri, if they can win this game, they can sort of piece together some momentum as they go into November. So I like the spot for South Carolina. I like the fact that the last time we saw them, they won at Kentucky. A little bit better balance on offense. A&M, the last time we saw them, they nearly beat uh, Alabama. I think after the bye week, maybe these two teams are getting their best shot. I'm going to play A&M here. I don't feel great about it just because I think it will be a very low-scoring, probably ugly game. So maybe the under is also a, a play you want to look at here too. Yeah, I like the under as well. So there you have it. You have, um, you've got Vanderbilt, you've got LSU, and, and you've got Alabama with me, and you've got Texas A&M. Yep. So there you um, go. All right, we got Bama and A&M together. I will take. Um, the opposite side, I'm going to take Old Mississippi plus the two, and I'm going to take Missouri minus the 14. That feels terrible. That already feels terrible. Like, I hate that pick already. So <laughs> play Vanderbilt. <laughs> play Vanderbilt. Um, just asking Missouri to just score more than 14 points and somebody else seems like an irrational thing to do. But here we are. Uh, if you don't want to be irrational, go to J.E. Dunn, of course, jdunn.com. Tell them we sent you. Just check out their their opportunities. If you want to make a change in your career, J.E. Dunn wants you to come work for them. If you like, you know, if you want to work for somebody that cares about you as much as you do, then go to J.E. Dunn, jdunn.com, uh, top 100 healthiest place to work in America, 5 billion in revenue offices all across the Southeast. So make sure you go check them out. I'm serious. They're wonderful people. I've known those guys for a long time and they would not steer you wrong. They will take care of your career. They'll foster a culture of, 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 of healthy, productive employees, just like Josh Heupel, Sam Pittman, Mark Stoops, all these guys in the SEC that are kind of coming out of nowhere and doing good work. So. I guess Stoops doesn't come out of nowhere. He's been around a while, but you know what I mean. Uh, Steven, where can people find you, man? You can follow me on Twitter at Athlon Steven. You can also check out my YouTube page, all CFB365, and check out my work at athlonsports.com every week. There you have it. My name is Braden Gall. You can get to me on Twitter at Braden Gall, jedun.com, everybody. jedun.com. Check out the website. Make a big career switch. No problem. They'll take care of you. They care about you as much as you do. Check them out. For Steven, I'm Braden. Enjoy week eight, everybody. Have a great time. My name is Braden Gall. I already said that. <laughs> this has been the war against the spread on the Fringe Element podcast from the 440 Sports Network. Have a good one, everybody. <laughs>